it's never too late to start. And that is the quote of the day. The Day Show. I'm your host, Sean Croxon of SeanCroxon.com. Today's featured speaker is Mr. Jack Canfield. He is the author of The Success Principles, as well as the co-creator of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series. And today, he is sharing a few of his principles for reaching your goals. And he also shares a pretty cool way to look at rejection. Here's Jack. Now, let me give you just a couple more principles. I'm going to kind of speed through these, like the last 500 years of European history, you know, when the last lecture you had in college. But I want you to get the whole model here because it's important. So we've got, we've got a vision. We've taken 100% responsibility. We've got some goals now. We've made them measurable, okay? We're now visualizing those goals every day. The next thing that needs to happen, I'm going to demonstrate by giving away something here. So if I can find it right here. Okay, I have a book here. It's my book. It's called The Success Principles. And I've sweetened this by putting as a bookmark a $100 bill, okay? That's real money. And I'm going to give this away to someone here in the audience to illustrate the next principle. Who would like this? Okay. Marianne, good job. Now, what did only five people in this whole room do that no one else did? They got off their butt and they took action. And so the next principle is you must take action. When you start visualizing your goals and this GPS system comes in, you're going to start getting little roadmaps and we call them inspired actions. You're going to start getting inspirations to act. You must act on them. I've had people, sometimes nobody gets out of the audience. And then I'll ask them, how many of you thought maybe what you ought to do is get out of the audience? And like half the hands go up. I'll say, what stopped you? I didn't want to look like I needed it that much. I didn't want <laughs> to get up there and have me be wrong and look foolish, you know? I didn't want to, like, get there second. I thought maybe you weren't really going to do it. I'd look like an idiot, you know? Uh, you know, whatever. They have all kinds of excuses. Those are the same excuses they use in their life not to take action on their dreams. So you must take action. But here's the problem, or the challenge. Not every action going to work. goes back to E plus R equals O. We have to experiment, right? So if not every action is going to work, you have to take action and then you have to assess, did it work? And here's the next principle. Ask for and respond to feedback. Ask for and respond to feedback. Let's say that I was married here. What's your name again? Valerie, yeah. So, so Valerie and I were married, right? And what I would do every week if we were husband and wife is I would ask her on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate the quality of our relationship? Anything less than a 10 gets a follow-up question. What would it take to make it a 10? If we were in business and I was a vendor and you were a client, I'd say on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate the quality of our product or the quality of our service or the quality of our delivery? And anything less than a 10 gets a follow-up question. What would it take to make it a 10? That gives me directive feedback on how to improve. Why don't most people ask that question in life? Anyone know? They're afraid of the answer they're going to get. Here's what I want you to get. Everybody in your life, if I'm married to Valerie, her mother knows, her sister knows, the women down at the shop where she shops know, the women in the uh, salon know that she's not happy with me. I'm the only one not in on it. <laughs> and I'm the only one that can make it better. Isn't that absurd? 
So asking for feedback is a really critical thing. Asking is a critical principle, period. If I want more, I have to ask other people, participate, support me, be my mentor, be my coach, buy my product, whatever it is. And again, most people don't ask for what they want. And the fear there is fear of rejection. I want to talk about rejection. If I ask Valerie to have dinner with me afterwards and she says no, most people go, woo, Jack got rejected in front of all those people and on television and oh my God. But see, let's look at it. Did I have anyone to eat dinner with before I asked Valerie? No. Did I have anyone to eat dinner with after I asked Valerie? No. Did my life really get worse? No, it stayed the same. See, if I apply to Harvard and don't get in, I wasn't in Harvard before I applied, I'm not in Harvard after I applied. And as one of my friends pointed out recently, you spent your whole life not going to Harvard. You know how to handle that, right? <laughs> it's not that difficult. So you have to be willing to ask. You have to reject rejection. And then the other key after you respond to the feedback and give the feedback is you've got to persevere. You never, ever, ever, ever give up. 144 publishers said, no, we're not interested in chicken soup for the soul. We didn't give up. I had a friend who wanted to be a chiropractor up near Pebble Beach, California. And he knocked, he went to the, the chiropractic association and said, you know, would you help me open my office here? And they said, no, we really don't want any more chiropractors here. We're going to recommend you go somewhere else. We have one chiropractor for every eight people. He said, well, I really want to be here. So he ignored them. Remember, what you think of me is none of my business. And he went out and he literally knocked on doors for six months, knocked on 12,500 doors, talked to 6,500 people and asked four questions. You know, should I name my office this or this? Should I put it over in this side of town or that side of town? If I wanted people to come in before or after work, if they had a nine to five job, would I be better open seven to nine or five to seven? And finally, he said, what newspaper should I advertise in? And lastly, he said, if I do an open house, would you like an invitation? Six months later, he opened his office. His first month in practice, young kid, still in his 20s, out of chiropractic school, made $72,500 net profit. He netted over $1 million that year. Now, what did he do different than most people? He went out and he engaged people. He asked them, would you like to come? Would you get involved with me? I was giving his talk and a guy came up to me and said, said, you know, I've been doing, he said, I've been coming to this church where I was talking to, he said, for 15 years. And now you're telling me about this guy. You know, he came and he knocked on my house. And I talked to him. And I didn't need a chiropractor for five years. And then once I had an accident at church, I mean at the work, and he said, I still had his card on my bulletin board in the kitchen. And I went to him because you know him. See, we do business with people we know. Okay. So never, ever, ever give up. Ever. 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 Now, other principle. We'll start to wrap this up here. It's never too late to start. Some of you are sitting here or you're viewing this and you're going, but I'm too old. I want to tell you two quick stories. Helen Klein. At the age of 55, her husband comes to her and says, I want to train to run a 10K race. That's about six miles. She said, are you crazy? We're in our 50s. He said, no, I want to do it. Why don't we just run around the backyard? Now, their backyard was about three times bigger than most of our backyards, but it wasn't a ranch or anything. They ran around, and they just dropped dead almost at the porch in the back. Like, <laughs> and she said, I was so disgusted with myself, I decided the next day I would either walk or run around twice, the next day three, the next time four times. She just kept adding one lap every day. Then she started doing it around the block, and she would add a lap every day. One well, six months, she got to the point where she could run a 10-mile race, and she entered it. Now, I met her when she was 83. She was getting an award at the same place I was in California. And um, she had just finished running a 100-mile marathon. She's run several 24-mile marathons, five 75-mile ultramarathons, including one all the way around Lake Tahoe. She started when she was 55. 
Cliff Young shows up, Australian, 61 sheep herder, uh, to a race that goes from Sydney to Melbourne. It's about 800 kilometers. He's not wearing Nikes. He doesn't have on Pumas. He's not wearing the latest running gear. All these world-class athletes are there. He's wearing Oshkosh overalls over a T-shirt with a baseball cap, work boots, and galoshes. And they all, they're all laughing at him like, you crazy? Is this some kind of publicity? So he says, no. He says, what, what running experience do you have? He says, well, I chase the sheep around. We don't have a horse or anything. So, when a, you know, anyway, they take off. And they're going crazy. And they're running and running and running and running, running. And he just kind of starts shuffling off like this. That night, all the other runners went to sleep. You're supposed to run 18 hours and sleep six. Well, no one told Cliff that you were supposed to sleep. So he didn't know. So because he didn't know, he didn't do it. He said, I've stayed up many nights chasing my sheep around to make sure they didn't get in trouble. So he's running, and he runs right by him. And because he runs right by him, no one tells him to stop because they're all asleep. He cut five and a half hours off the world record for that race. Okay? So here's the deal. doesn't matter how old you are. And the other thing important in that story is the less you know about how you should be and you just go for what you want. <laughs> See, most of us, we have all these beliefs that are limiting us. Find the stories that inspire you and start believing that. Believe you can. Talk to yourself in a positive way. And if you do that, you can create miracles in your life. That was Jack Canfield. His website is jackcanfield.com. You can find all of his books on amazon.com as well as at your local book retailers. If you want to watch today's entire talk, go to YouTube and punch in Jack Canfield, The Success Principles, How to Get from Where You Are to Where You Want to Be. That is it for me. If you do have a chance, please leave a rating and review on iTunes. I really appreciate it, and I will see you tomorrow. Peace. Peace.